0: where I talk to musicians about their personal journey while I'm navigating my sudden plunge into becoming a freelance cellist. Since early 2020, our lives have been shaped by the reactions to COVID-19 by authorities in the countries we live in, making musician life more difficult for some than for others. This episode is not a political discussion of any kind. We get to hear harpist Anastasia Resvalleeva talk about her experience of the time that passed since the lockdowns in Budapest started. The music in this episode presents a variety of the projects Anastasia is or have been engaged in, and it's all performed by Anastasia, the soprano Emma Kibarat, jazz singer Veronica Harcha, and live electronics by jazz guitarist Martin Fenivesi. The titles of the pieces are in the show notes. First of all, how are you doing? Well thank you.
1: I'm 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 recovering now from being sick with COVID, uh which I, I got uh two weeks ago. I'm much better now. Uh the first week was pretty difficult but but then uh luckily I I was not hospitalized so I, I stayed at home all, all these two and a half weeks since then. And well I'm now much better, so that's that's good news for me.
0: How has this affected your uh, work situation? Have you had a, you know, do you have an insurance or something so that you still get paid? I do have
1: insurance because uh, I'm teaching at the uh, Liszt Academy of Music, so I have a half-part job there, which feels like a bit secure at the moment, of course. And I must say that a lot of musicians in Hungary are employed this way, so they have uh, either half-part or full-part job uh, at the music school or um, high school or, or, or at the academy. I don't know many musicians who would be just freelance musicians as classical musicians. The other part of, of the classical musicians, of course, they are uh, employed at an uh, orchestra, symphonic orchestra, so they would get the salary from the orchestra in this period. So that's, uh, again, something that makes you feel a bit secure. But of course, the musicians, like jazz musicians, popular musicians, were much, much more affected by the cancellation of of the concerts. I'm not saying that classical musicians are in a better position, but somehow I feel that classical musicians are somehow used at least in Hungary, to, to have at least two or three jobs. Uh, so they, they would have more uh, kind of a, a net secure network. But of course, I know a lot also had some difficulties with having their concerts cancelled.
0: I would love to hear about you. Like, Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Well, I'm, uh, I'm a classically trained harpist. Originated, uh, from Russia, but, but living in Hungary since my early childhood. And I'm um, finished my, my, my studies, uh, about two years ago with, um, receiving a doctorate of, uh, arts. So I wrote a dissertation, which was kind of an end of my, my studies, I guess. And I'm teaching in two schools now, at the uh, Liszt Academy of Music, and at a high school where I started teaching uh, this year. So now I have uh, teenager students as well, which I enjoy a lot. Uh, well, because uh, as I as I previously said, it's it's pretty difficult to make your living in Hungary of only having one job, at least as a musician. I am uh, also playing concerts uh, so I'm not just teaching but but organizing uh, some concerts as well for myself and for my music uh, colleagues, musician colleagues. well uh, basically that's that's my profile I guess playing concerts and teaching and of course teaching uh, had uh, become my major, Activity since the the pandemic because most of the concerts uh, were cancelled or uh, postponed, but then postponed to uh, we never know when. And well, there are several concerts which are now now being held online, so like uh, streamed on YouTube. I didn't have much of that, so I'm mainly teaching at the moment.
0: Has uh, this last year made you acquire some uh, skills that you didn't have before? Like you maybe had to get more into anything to do with using the computer as a musician and using the internet?
1: Well, to be honest, not really. I was thinking a lot, actually, even before the, the pandemic. Um, I was thinking before of having some some other... Uh, job as well, to be able to rely not only on the music industry, uh, but also on something else as well. But I'm, I'm still uh, kind of searching what else I would do without leaving uh, my, my, my musicianship, which is, of course, very important, to find something that I can do without stopping playing so I was I was thinking actually about of doing some applying to a school where I could learn some 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 kind of of computer skills like uh programming or or something that that would make me able maybe to 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 work in um, uh, in another field but I haven't haven't done any exact steps towards this because I was not sure that Because all these, all these courses cost quite a lot. So I was not uh, sure that I should uh, spend my, my reserves on, on something that I'm not so sure about. And also I was a bit afraid of, of being engaged with something that would make me sit even more next to the computer, which I already do a lot because of teaching is online. So I thought that maybe it won't be. A very good solution for me. But I am still thinking to do something else as well.
0: Yeah, this makes me think about the album that you released this year. Like two months ago or something. uh, Where you play Debussy. And uh, you are using some special computer effects on it. And I love the album. Really has it been received well?
1: I think yes. I think it's it's a bit too early yet to really say if it was received well or not because it's, it's still not so much time passed since, since its official release. But yes, a lot of people like it, I think. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Actually, the effects you are talking about on the album, I'm not doing the effects. I'm playing the harp. Yeah. But uh, the effects are, are done by a, by a wonderful jazz guitarist, uh, Marto Pajnesi, who is a super pro in, in making magic with a lot of little pedals and, and all kind of other effect machines. But actually that project is quite a, an old project. We started it with the singer Veronika Harcha in 2017. Well, and since then it's been running and a bit changing and because we started as a duo, as an acoustic duo, and then we met on the, at the end of twenty nineteen. And so actually we didn't really play too much, the three of us, because of the pandemic, unfortunately. Uh, but we managed to record the album actually just before the pandemic started. Or, or no, it was already uh, during the first months of the pandemic. And then because of the pandemic, we had to wait with the release. So I, I would say that the the coronavirus is pretty much engaged in this album, <laughs> uh, unfortunately or not. But yeah. It's really a part of it. Uh.
2: Où le jour des yeux Il de unis avec la blanche cirque, qui There's probably some
1: have now the time to to play an instrument maybe they, they never would have the time to to play before because of the lockdown
0: yes it has become more important to find activities to do at home and, and also
1: activities that can somehow help to release the stress of the, yes. of the whole situation i think that's also a very important issue that's music can help us to cope with with the stress somehow and i and i see that a lot of people are very stressed so generally of course mainly on like social network reading the comments under some news or just the comments of my my acquaintances i see that people's mental and probably physical health is is really being under big pressure i would say yeah. So, it's not easy to cope with the whole situation, especially when things are changing sometimes. On this Thursday, uh, our government announced a new restrictions that are made to cope with the third wave of the pandemic. And now again, we, we have totally digital education. I mean, every, all the schools are obliged to go online which was the situation one year ago, actually. And of course, it was a huge, huge pressure on teachers, for instance, and on parents, because, of course, a small kid going to the elementary school is not able to you know, to change from a system that he or she has been living in for years, uh, going to school where he, ha- he or she has to learn and then going back to home. And of course, many parents had to basically become the home teachers of their children while they still had to work. And it caused a huge stress, I think, in a whole society. And then it lasted for two or three months, I guess. And it was summer, so I think people were a little bit more released. And now I feel it's again a big stress, especially because we spent uh, many months in digital or half-digital teaching because in September we started the year teaching in person at the university and the high schools as well. And then in November, all the universities and high schools went digital, but elementary schools didn't. So this was some kind of of a mixture. And and now we are again all digital. Sometimes I feel it's not enough to, even several months are not enough to acclimatize or to adapt to a a new way of life, actually. For me, for instance, it took more than four months to to somehow rearrange my mind of how can I cope with this uh, home office situation. As a half freelance musician, I'm used of working at home, but still I felt that the way that I used to, uh, the time that I used to spend with changing my geographical position, going from home to school, was not only a time that I would feel, oh, it's a thrown out time that I could spend with practicing, but it was some something of my some kind of a of um, transition for my mind as well to prepare for something, an activity, for instance, for teaching, and then to prepare to go home and to practice or, or do my, my other work at home. And suddenly I didn't have this, this time. Maybe it was just half an hour, but still I felt the effect of this on me because basically last year at the end of the lockdown, in May, I felt that I was basically working non-stop. I realized this at the end of the uh, spring lockdown last year, how this affected me and how should I cope with this. So in a way, I was, of course, not so happy, but at least I thought, oh, well, when we had this situation again announced at November, I thought that, uh, well, at least I have some, some experience now And I know how to use this knowledge so I can at least be a bit more clever maybe this time. And I think I could cope much better. However, I I, I really feel that me and, of course, uh, all the other teachers and and students, of course, are really exhausted of being online and really missing the personal contact. That's an instrumental lesson, for instance, could offer for a child.
0: Yeah, you've had to make your own breaks at home, I guess, and just decide to take a moment or even half an hour as if you're walking to a place just to give your mind a break or prepare for the next
1: Yes, for instance, I had to apply breaks and also I used some kind of objects which I connected with an exact activity. I had uh, several, well, let's say theoretical courses as well last year, which meant that I had to prepare a lot of reading and collecting information in, uh, in some kind of uh, PowerPoint presentations for the students. Uh, which also took me a lot of time. And since I'm a curious person, I often have this problem that when I start reading something and then I just don't stop and go for eternity and read and, and prepare until I'm exhausted.
0: Since I'm living in Sweden, I haven't experienced a lockdown so uh the things you're saying makes me think about things that I haven't even thought about before uh, and I'm thinking about how I really uh, really appreciate the times I walk to somewhere and the way it makes my mind uh, behave differently and it makes thinking easier It makes uh, things loosen up. It makes me feel more creative. I usually get ideas uh, when I'm walking and I can more easily plan my day or analyze uh, the way I'm working while walking, you know, as physical activity. uh, It um, inspires mental activity. Have you found daily routines that work for you? Well,
1: more or less. I would say that I had periods when I could stick to a daily routine and then it worked. But because life changed quite a lot since the last year, since, since the first lockdown, because it was two months or how many? March, April, May. So it was three months of lockdown. Then summer was something different because we had this uh, because covid would still uh, be very new and the whole the whole country was somehow relieved after the lockdown so people were a bit more light and it was still a bit uncertain how for instance for musicians the concerts will they be totally cancelled or will the summer festivals will be totally cancelled or just postponed and then so the, the whole thing was a kind of transition this was in summer but you know, when it's summer, the the, sun, the, the the sunshine, it gives you a bit more power to face all the difficulties. And then as we proceed, uh, proceeded to the second wave of the pandemic in the autumn, there was again another situation with being half digital and half live. More and more orchestras started to adapt to this situation and started their work again. And more and more organizers, concerts and other event organizers started to adapt to the situation and moving to the online scene, I would say. So I think autumn was a bit about how we adapt to this new situation because the summer was something like, oh, well, maybe it was just one wave and now, you know, everything is good and we can do it and we can face it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. and then in the autumn it was something like this friend is here again so <laughs> we have to do something with this and this is this is, um, I think how we spent autumn and also winter of realizing that this is not something that is, that is just gone and that great, some people had time to learn uh, how to bake bread at home and this is what the spring lockdown was good for it, it was a bit more of facing the reality and it was again something different a different state of mind and then uh, because the autumn lockdown was announced until the beginning of january so i was i was really somehow living until january that okay this is a difficult situation but i have to be strong until jan- january and then it will be easier but nothing became easier on, in January. And that was the time when we somehow faced that, okay, so this still, this this will take much longer than we can imagine. And I think this is the period we have now, as, as we recognize that this is a serious uh, situation, which is... Which is difficult to solve, and and it has a lot of a lot of lot of aspects and a lot of sides which you have to take in consideration when when you are even just thinking about how this this uh, pandemic affects the social the the whole society like uh, financially, uh, culturally, mentally, physically in, in a lot of aspects and. I feel that I'm a bit sensitive to all these changes, so my daily routines changed from these period of times. So in summer, for instance, I I was very active physically, so I was doing a lot of, I was spending a lot of time with sports, and I was practicing a lot. Then in autumn, I had one month of extremely a lot of music uh, work, like concerts in September, when... We had a short window of of being open and then everyone wanted to to make their concerts then. And it was very exhausting actually to have this super fast period for one month and then it ended sometimes in October and I was not able in that period to do as much sports as I wanted to. Uh, So then... Again, when I started teaching in September, it again changed a little bit my, my daily routine. I've been practicing less. I've been doing sports less. In December, I again had some, some more time when it was winter holidays. So I again tried to, to spend more time with myself. And then in January, again, I had a lot of work. In February also, in half February until I got sick and I had to stay at home. I had a lot of work so this changes my and affects my, my daily routine a lot so I find that quite quite uh, challenging actually
0: Difficulties and uncertainty, uh, what keeps you going?
1: Very good question. I don't know if I should um, uh, ruin it with my answer. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, John Cage said this this uh, in my interview, I think. Well, it's difficult to say what makes me going because that that also changes from time to time. I really think it's important to admit that there are some times when I feel really, really depressed and really hopeless and quite quite down, actually. But these are periods, and then something again comes and inspires and makes me more positive and more hoping about better times or or something like that. So that also has a kind of um, waving uh, structure, I would say. I also try to consciously, I try to motivate myself. So that's another thing that I try to to use to, to have as less down and deep points as possible. I, I read a lot and listen to a lot of uh, interviews with people who inspire me, scientists uh, most often, and also uh, artists. And sometimes just random people who, for some reason, I, I like and I find inspiring. That does help me a lot. Sports help a lot also. Whatever sport, sports, it's, it can be really I mean, just doing some random fitness workout uh, that I find on YouTube. Or doing some, some yoga or some Tai Chi or um, breathing exercises also help me a lot. So I try to use these activities to stay healthy in my mind because I think that's what now is somehow affecting my body more than in reverse.
0: Yes. Yeah. Do you have a particular, uh, I don't know, philosophies, in lack of a better word, that uh, motivates you when it's difficult? Well... Basically, the
1: philosophy is to concentrate on the moment, on the exact moment. I guess it has to do something with the, with the Eastern philosophies, like uh, probably you, you see this being in the moment type of philosophy in Buddhism and in anything that deals with with the Eastern uh, culture. Maybe it's strange, but when I think that how how little I am in the whole universe, I mean that. All the problems that I feel and experience as big, big problems are still tiny little things and probably don't really count too much uh, for the whole universe. And somehow it makes me feel relaxed when I see that the sun is shining or it's just rising in the, m- in the morning and then going down. And that's... However, I feel it does not affect this maybe this 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 type of thinking would not help everyone, but for me it does a lot of uh, positive effects.
0: Yes, I like it a lot <laughs> thinking about that too, how small I am. It makes me relax and um for the past Uh, year or so I think in my backpack I've had with me at all time a book of uh, Buddhist writings and it has had an amazing effect on uh, my state of mind when I'm say uh, on the metro where there is a lot of tension in Sweden at least where the rules have been so vague so it feels like people have strong opinions about what others should do since the... Yeah, anyway, I'm not going to get too much into that. But I've been um, feeling a lot of tension in public transport in particular and reading anything that reminds me to be in the present moment. And uh yeah, to breathe, to um detach a bit from... Uh, from how i feel no that's not the right way of putting it and to to feel what i feel and to just be with it and yeah. not try to escape it or judge it or analyze it yeah and maybe it's difficult to think about being a musician now when so much is uh, about dealing with the particular time but As a musician, what inspires you?
1: That's a difficult question, actually.
0: Oh, yeah? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, because
1: in this way, I don't think too much changed for me since the pandemic. Maybe it has something to do with the fact, because I was thinking a lot of of this, getting this question quite a lot of times. So I think it has to do something with the fact that... um, I became a musician and particularly harpist because, let's say, it, it was something that I did not choose so much. It was basically a, a random, or not so random, but, but it was a fact that the keyword because my, my mother was uh, is a harpist, and uh, she decided to put me into this task. And there were some, of course, there were some up and downs on this, so I was I, I was quitting the harp and uh, restarting it again in my late teens. And I don't have any 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 problems at the moment with this fact of being the harpist. so I, I, I don't it was my, my decision to restart it, of course. However, I feel that it does have to do something with the fact that in music and in arts in general, I often feel a bit of an alien because because most of the people in the harp community started to play the harp because they fell in love with the image of the harp, which is quite obvious in our culture that uh, harpists are beautiful ladies and beautiful dresses, playing beautiful music. Mm-hmm. And and of course, I know there are some people who also are playing not let's say, so who are playing maybe jazz or, or rock or pop music on harp. So it's more and more frequent nowadays and it's free. but still I feel they have something of that image, which I don't have. I'm attached to the harp uh, just as to an equipment or as to a tool that can become uh, useful for me to be creative. But actually nothing more, I would say. Maybe this this sounds a bit unromantic, but but this is how it is. So I really like to develop myself through the harp. So I, I love to uh, explore my my boundaries and to push them a bit uh, with all kind of physical and mental exercises. I love teaching uh, the harp. I, I love solving problems uh, of uh, my students and to help them to cope with their difficulties and i i love all this process a lot but uh, speaking about my own musicianship i've been kind of i've searching for my own voice probably that would be the more appropriate way to say it uh since several years when i somehow got conscious of this fact that probably i should reconsider myself as a harpist and, and I should rethink all the things are connected with this and I should look what I really want to do with the harp. And part of this search was actually the WC album that mm. you were talking about. And I really, really love that project because that is something that is very close to me and is, that is something that I feel really, really close to. So I guess One of the most uh, inspiring things for me as a musician is uh, collaboration with other inspiring people, whether they are musicians or other artists or even maybe not even artists. So I, I really, really, really feel that connecting with other people is very important for me. And I feel that in a concert, it's not, uh, so, I mean, because the the first thing that comes to my mind is that, oh, well, as a musician, you connect with people in a concert, with the audience, which is true, actually. and I really like that, but that is a little bit something that, that is a bit one way. So as a musician, you are there to perform something, to give something, and they are to receive it. And of course, they give you back their feedback and response, which is also great, but I often feel that is not enough for me. I'm not happy just with uh, being on stage and being in, in the center of focus or whatever. I really like concerts, which are, or not even just concerts, but any situation where I can collaborate with the other parts, even if it's if it's public. So I, I really like uh, I like to talk to the audience uh, to make them think, and I feel that it does help them a lot to be able to connect to the music that I'm performing better than if I would just go there and and play. Uh, So collaboration with interesting uh, people is very inspiring. And also there are some pieces of music that do inspire me a lot. Like Schubert's Winterreise was something that inspired me for many, many years. And then when I finally got uh, the chance to play it. And and I play it with a soprano and not not a a male singer, as usual. And also there was a little bit of um, scenery around it. So it was not only just a a song concert, just interpretation of of the songs, but it was a more uh, like theater production, I would say. It was a very, very inspiring thing to, to do. Also as a harpist, since we have a repertoire, I would say that is not not always uh, fulfilling for me, let's say in that way. I found it very, very inspiring to deal with the music of of Schubert and I'm very much looking forward always to things like that. So at the moment, for instance, I'm very much interested in in, uh, transcribing the Lichten by Schumann Uh, so that makes me feel that Singing sang music that is also sang is, is important for me. So I really love poetry and anything that is connected to literature and has uh, that aspect as well.
0: like your holistic approach to music like you um when you uh contact me or post something on social media it's uh you know it's photos and videos from outdoors or it's from an art exhibition or you will share with me a quote by buckminster fuller or uh i feel that you uh, you take inspiration from everything around you. Uh, so I would like to ask you, what does it mean to you to be a musician? Hmm.
1: That's a very interesting question. So thank you very much for yeah. all, all these all these difficult <laughs> um, This
0: difficult is the question I'm, uh, I've started to have as the question I ask everyone and it's very interesting to hear how differently people react to it and it's always this oh wow ah uh, yeah where to start I, <laughs> I have no idea um it's a good way to 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 realize that
1: usually the most we don't ask we don't think about the most simple things often so like what does it mean for you to be a human or what does it mean for you to be a musician but I've been I've been thinking of this lately quite a lot, really, because I was thinking so much of probably affected by this this searching state of my being at the at the not at the moment actually it's been several years. Uh, I don't know if it's a midlife crisis or whatever it is. And also, I, when I was thinking about, about doing something different, I was also thinking a lot of will I be able to? For instance, if I had to stop the harp. Would I be able to cope with this? Would I be able to be happy without doing concerts? So I was thinking, I was thinking a lot about this, and I think that that being a musician is um, is not a whole part of me. So I feel that I'm not so, I'm not 100% of musician. I think that that is an important part of me that affects. The other parts of me, but it is not something that I can totally be happy with. So I feel that it's been also uh, a thing that, that I realized lately since a few years that I also need other things besides uh, being a musician as like teaching and playing. But I also need a lot of reading and I need a lot of connecting with people. I like cooking, for instance, which is also something that I miss a lot when I have uh, a very intensive working weeks. So I feel that I'm not a musician in the way as I thought of musicians a lot while reading all the classical biographies and uh, memoirs of uh, Richter, Rostropovich, Gorski, uh, and all kind of stuff like that, where I always face the fact that a real musician is absolutely totally in music all the time, and I feel that I'm not not that way. So I'm actually to answer your question, I feel that I'm a bit of um, uh, rearranging. The definitions, uh, the facts, and the definitions in my in myself. For instance, w- what is for me to be a musician? Of course, it's it's also a way of uh, making my living in general and for the moment, of course. So that's also an important part. I think that I cannot just not think of. I think that listening to music also is very important for me. So. I'm not happy if I can only perform or I can only teach or I can only practice. So I really, really need the input of listening to music live if possible. But if not possible, then of course listening just to music, uh, makes me feeling better, let's say, or, or, or it's just something very, very, um, basic that I need, I would say.
0: Where can people find you?
1: Well, um, at the moment, uh, at my flat in Budapest. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, actually, I'm using primarily my my Facebook page to put any information about myself. So if anyone is interested, then then my Facebook page is is the, the, the most informative place Anyone who is interested can find it there.
0: Yes. And you have a website? I do have a website,
1: which is pretty old and not too informative. So I, I don't advise you to go to my website. <laughs> I, I have my, my, my CV there, which is probably old now. So I think if I have time, I will update it. But at the moment, Facebook is the most most updated place you can find.
0: Yeah. And uh, we can listen to some music on uh, Spotify and various other platforms. Yeah, on Spotify
1: and and on YouTube. But on Spotify, you can listen to this uh, Debussy Now uh, album. I think that's the most most, uh, up-to-date musical stuff about me. So I, I really welcome everyone to listen to that.
2: Thank you.
0: I'll include links in the show notes to where to find Anastasia and listen to her performances. And if you want to support, you can purchase the album Debussy now, which is an absolutely beautiful album that was released earlier this year. If you have some feedback or a question for me, my email address is in the show notes and on my website regnelwesenberg.com. I'd like to say what the next episode will be about, but I chose on this occasion to be careful with that in case it won't actually happen the way I'm planning. I'm still so new to all of this, so best to not put too many expectations on myself. I'd also like to have a regular final phrase to conclude the episodes, but I find it all so cheesy, so if you can think of something, please email it to me.